Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's episode number 297. KB rocking with you solo dolo this week. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about, and this show would not be able to happen without our incredible local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, guys, our friends over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Make sure you check out their small batch collective that they've got going on right now. It's limited run hoodies to kick things off. They're doing 30, 30 units of each one, one in graphite, one in mauve, Once they're gone, they're gone. Head over to Tomahawk Shades. You know I wear my blue light plus glasses every single episode of a podcast I record or anything I'm a part of where I'm staring at screens for an extended amount of time. It has to happen. So make sure you head over to our friends at TomahawkShades.com when you go to check out with your cart all filled up, ready to rock and roll when you're styling and profiling. Enter our code USP. You're going to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. And that does include the Small Batch Collective. 25% off your order. And right now, free domestic shipping on all orders at TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP for 25% off your order. And guys, of course, support for Underground Sports Philadelphia is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Guys, when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium because the battery's gonna last you up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The Lawnmower 3.0, that bad boy is waterproof, and that waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, cutting time in half. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming and probably much brighter than this Eagles coaching search has been for all of us. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. Guys, if you're checking out Underground Sports Philadelphia each and every week, we want you to experience the Manscaped experience for your 
firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code USP. And of course, our latest and greatest, all of our sponsors are great, but the, our newest sponsor on the network, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania that's headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia. I just stopped by. Uh, unfortunately, they are currently closed due to COVID. But when things are normal, they have a full bar, restaurants, and offer distillery tours weekly. I just stopped by. They hooked us up with a whole case. So shout out to the homies over at Stateside Vodka. They have award-winning packaging. And let me tell you guys, these bottles look immaculate. I, I personally don't drink, but I do love a good package. And when I tell you the packaging on this vodka is elite, it is elite. And everybody I know that does drink, that I tell them that we're partnered up with Stateside Vodka, they are over the moon pumped for us. Typically, you know, you see those five times, six times distilled vodkas. Yeah, well, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka is seven times distilled. It's certified gluten-free, and it's blended with electrolytes. The first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink you all know and love that starts with a G, and it's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. This bad boy is sold in over 500 liquor stores in Pennsylvania and have a, a massive distribution footprint around the East Coast. Right now, they are shipping to, I believe, 44 states. Go to statesidevodka.com to purchase your vodka. Get the one liter bottle so you can get our discount code on your order. Promo code USP on the one liter vodka bottles. You get 10% off at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to order. And of course, please drink responsibly. Thank you, stateside. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, thank goodness I waited to record this because lots and lots of stuff has happened since our last episode on Wednesday. Uh, but we're going to kick it off with the good news because the Philadelphia Eagles give me nothing but headaches. And that is our Philadelphia Phillies have finally come through with a free agent signing that myself, Matt, Dylan Mazzola have been hand over fist pounding on the table for, for what feels like forever. Dylan and I, especially for years, we have been huge fans of this guy. And that is Archie Bradley is officially a Philadelphia Philly. Uh, just a, a fantastic signing. One year, $6 million for Archie Bradley to join the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, he comes in swinging like an absolute beast on Twitter. Uh, let him know that he's got to follow Underground Sports Philadelphia on Twitter. Archie Bradley, though, doing the damn thing. He gets officially announced, uh, and the Phillies go and change. You know, he, he tweets out the Rocky at the top of the steps gif saying mood uh, a couple days ago, and then the Phillies. Uh, go and tweet. We went ahead and fixed it for you at Archie Bradley Seven. Changes profile picture from free agent to I play for the Phillies, and then uh, he quote tweets it. Boom! New week, new profile. Lego at Phillies puts the Phillies logo in as his profile picture. 
retweets a couple big articles, but his first tweet uh, post, you know, thanking everybody for the well wishes is hashtag sign JT. And if you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better first tweet, essentially, uh, from your new free agent signee who has never played with JT Real Muto, but obviously has to be pumped about the thought process of, I could be closing or coming in in the eighth inning for this team and JT Real Muto's, you know, calling my calling my game. He's squaring up everything for me, getting me ready to, you know, strike out the side. And I think Archie Bradley knows the potential that is there for him to be partnered up with JT Real Muto as a reliever and have him calling, you know, his shots and, and figuring out what is going to work best for those two. So, I mean... Archie Bradley being here, I let me tell you guys, I am one of the biggest Archie Bradley fans on the planet. Probably since like 2015, 2016, I have been pining for this guy. I've been a huge fan his entire Diamondbacks career, and he just gets it. He's a guy that gets, I tweeted out a video of him uh, last season talking about everything that was going on in the world with Black Lives Matter, with you know the George Floyd incident. Uh, where he was wrongfully murdered, and Archie Bradley just truly understands off-the-field issues as well from the looks of everything and just the type of guy. He is avid golfer. Shout-out getting the whole podcast right here on the network as well. Would love to have Archie to talk about golf, but he he is going to be such a fun guy on this team, and I think he understands the concept of what this Phillies team is trying to do. Uh, He came out in his press conference and said, you know, I don't want to talk about closing. I don't want to talk about where I'm going to be pitching. I want to talk about winning the direction of this Phillies team and why we're trying to win championships. Um, He truly gets it. And I think, you know, pairing him up with the free agent signings the Phillies have had over the past couple of seasons, whether it's Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto, and hopefully he'll be back and we'll dive into that situation as well. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, you know, guys that have come in to this Phillies organization over the past couple of seasons with the intention of winning World Series. Yes, multiple. You don't sign multi-year contracts with this team. You don't sign Bryce Harper for 13 years if you don't plan on winning multiple World Series. And I think now that a, a lot of guys that were on this team in kind of those bridge years, you know, like 2018 when we signed Jake Arrieta, and that was kind of like the first domino of like, okay, the Phillies are trying to get back to where they were. Um, that was kind of our first run at this whole media thing too, is Jake Arrieta was our first big free agent signing that we covered. Um, but I think now that he's gone and some of these other guys are gone out of this locker room, uh, a, lot, a lot of guys are going to get along now. And I think there's going to be a lot less divide. I think there's going to be a lot more people on the same page and it adding a guy like Archie Bradley who's been part of a Diamondbacks team uh that's been to the playoffs multiple times in his career he's with the Cincinnati Reds last year when they were trying to go for it and he understands what it takes to win and he's he's a dynamic player as soon as he went to Cincinnati last year only gave up one hit I think and it was a home run like homie was locked in and it adds to the fact that the pitching coach now for the Philadelphia Phillies was with the Cincinnati Reds last year. Caleb Cottom was the was with the Reds last season. 
they unlocked something in Archie Bradley. They unlocked a lot of things with a lot of pitchers there. And now they reunite in Philadelphia. And I think it's just going to continue. And, you know, if Archie succeeds, I think you re-sign him as quickly as possible. I think it's, you know, he's a guy that it feels like he's been in, in baseball for a long time. He's only 28 years old. I think there's still a lot of tread on his tires to be a dynamic pitcher in this league. And when he's dialed in, he's one of the best late-inning arms in baseball. So to get him for one year and $6 million is – it made me over-the-moon excited. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I texted Dylan, he and I, biggest Archie Bradley supporters on the planet, uh, and we were doing backflips. It's an absolute steal of a contract. And in his press conference as well, he said, hopefully we can get our guy JT back. And more reports started flooding out that it seems like JT Real Muto and the Philadelphia Phillies are are coming towards a reunion. They're they're gonna solve this, you know, dispute over contract and money and all this kind of stuff. And I think the Phillies, as much as we want guys to get paid, don't get it twisted. We say this all the time on this podcast that we want guys to get their money when they can get it because they deserve it. You know, they're putting in the time, the effort, the work for it. They're not these, you know, rich billionaires and everything. But to bring back a guy like JT and the way the Phillies played it, I think was kind of smart because I think JT's demands, if the Phillies would have given in or just walked away from it, JT would not be on the table for them. And now you see kind of how the market has played out, you know, for some of these guys that have signed already, whether it's James McCann. Uh, you know, that fraud Kurt Suzuki's going to the Angels now, so that fills another opening in free agency for the catcher position. Um, Jason Castro, I believe, went back to the Houston Astros. Like, a lot of the places uh, that would have been fits for JT Real Muto are now closed. And I think the only real competition that still gets floated around is the Blue Jays, but it seems like they're going heavy after George Springer as like their number one priority. So please go take George Springer away from the Astros and allow us to re-sign JT. Jason Stark reported a couple days ago that the Phillies have officially made an offer to JT Real Muto for five years, nine figures, everybody kind of speculating that it's in the $110, $115 million range. Whatever it takes, get it done. Uh, you know, I think we're at that that coming in for a landing shout out Mark Zumoff point of this JT Real Muto saga that it's almost inevitable that he was going to come back Ken Rosenthal is now reporting like it definitely seems like he's going to be back and Archie Bradley was quote tweeting you know tweets about that tonight as well with his excitement and tweeting Ric Flair gifts and um JT coming back is a huge piece of this puzzle moving forward for the Phillies because He's he's a guy that's going to help this pitching staff. You know, take JT's bat out of everything. His defense is almost irreplaceable for this team. There's no backup option for the Phillies if JT Real Muto were to not be here in 2021. Uh, Andrew Knapp had a fantastic 2020 for what it's worth, but he's not a guy that you want to feel confident in every single day going out and being your starting catcher. Andrew Knapp, I think, is a very serviceable serviceable, serviceable backup catcher uh, for this team. Can come in in relief for JT. And if he plays the way he did in 2020, 
that's a huge boost for this team, but you can't expect that to be sustained over a 162-game season if Andrew Knapp was going to be your starter. There's no guy in the minor leagues for this Phillies team. Granted, they did sign uh, the ninth-best international prospect this past week uh, who happens to be a catcher, so Phillies dipping their toes in the international game, and I'm hoping that pays off because we have struggled mightily when it comes to signing international free agents. Um, but there is no other realistic option for this team now, especially since McCann's off the market and a lot of these other catchers have found homes. You're not going to go out and trade for Wilson Contreras if JT Real Muto is on the table. You know, that, that would just be stupid. So JT and the Phillies reunion, their marriage, I feel like was inevitable from the get-go. And I think JT knows that as well. I just think he was trying to get as much leverage as possible to get this contract for himself because he does want to be that pioneer for the catching position moving forward. But luckily, it seems like JT uh, will be coming back to the Phillies. It it seems as the days go by, it's more and more likely, and it, it seems like that day is getting closer that JT Real Muto will be back with the Phillies. Um, so fingers crossed, you know, let's hope, you know, there was a lot of doubt early on that, uh, JT would not be back, but we, as we've gone on and as Matt and I have discussed and, you know, we put out on Twitter and everything that the odds of JT being back with the Phillies increased as time goes on and time has gone on to where we're now heading into you know, the later stages of January, and we thought that it would kind of get to late January, early February for JT to sign, um, because he is the best free agent on the market, no offense to George Springer, but it, it kind of felt like it was going to take this long, so for it to be where we're at now, and talk starting to rumble that JT could be back, Dave Dombrowski saying that there might be more money for the Phillies to spend this offseason than they initially anticipated. Shocker. Um, it's looking good. And our, our my final plea with the Phillies right now is for Archie Bradley to come on the podcast. Big fans. We've been big fans. We both have immaculate beards. We'd love to we'd love to have Archie Bradley on the podcast. So everybody let Archie Bradley know. One, he's got to follow us on Twitter. We know he might have missed it because He's a hot shot right now in Philadelphia, but to have Archie Bradley come on, potentially join the underground army, you know, be part of the underground sports Philadelphia family, become an underground athlete. Let's make it happen, Arch. We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, we, we feel like our personalities fit perfect with yours, and we'd have a lot of fun with you uh, on underground sports Philadelphia. So come on over, hang out with us, let us know. We'll make it happen. So yeah, Archie Bradley, let's get you on the pod and and let's let's create the the start of a brand new friendship that's been in the works uh, for quite some time. But let's get into this stupid football team that we all root for, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, allegedly interviewed Josh McDaniels for like a day and a half. <laughs> it seems like uh, down in Florida and Jeffrey Lurie's yacht. And they seem to be just wanting to absolutely drive the fans insane, destroy this team. And they've interviewed Josh McDaniels. 
yes, Josh McDaniels that is from the New England Patriots, the Josh McDaniels that failed with the Denver Broncos, that drafted Tim Tebow in the first round, uh, went back to the Patriots, the Josh McDaniels that was going to be hired by the Indianapolis Colts, and then subsequently turned around, backed out of that job, and then Ross Tucker tweeted like at the Colts essentially and was like oh you guys should hire Frank Reich he's great and then the Eagles lost Frank Reich Josh McDaniels went back to New England and we saw what New England did this year with Cam Newton they were not great um missed the playoffs and what Patriots like coach under Bill Belichick outside of Brian Flores who has had success in Miami what Patriots assistant coach has had remotely any success after leaving New England? Zero. That's the answer. Outside of Brian Flores, who is his table, you know, it's still on the table for him. They're still figuring some things out, but they look like they're headed towards success in Miami. But that's the only case you can make for a, a Bill Belichick disciple that has had success in the NFL coaching as a head coach after leaving New England. The fact that they that Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie think Josh McDaniels is the answer to this team, it just blows my mind how stupid, tone-deaf, and just dumb they are to think that Josh McDaniels is going to, to change the culture of this team, change the way that things have been done, and that he can fix Carson Wentz that you know you know what's the point of having Jalen Hurts this this team is in complete disarray they're full of themselves and again we'll say it time and time again the weasel in the room is Howie Roseman who is just constantly in Jeffrey Lurie's ear i just i don't understand the Josh McDaniels hire it seems like all these national pundits love it i don't get it you know it, it truly blows my mind how stupid this team is and I, I truly have Eagles fatigue. Like, you know, I was talking to my mom about all of this, and she was like, how do you feel? I was like, I truly don't care. I don't care about the Eagles right now until this coaching hire gets made, then I'll assess it. And then after that, I truly don't give a damn about the Eagles until free agency. I have so much Eagles fatigue just from this past season alone, from the occurrences of this offseason to the way they fired Doug Peterson or mutually parted ways to everything with Carson Wentz, to Howie Roseman, to Jeffrey Lohr. I truly have unbelievable Eagles fatigue. It blows my mind how much they have just driven me into the ground to where I just have stress and anxiety, like, even thinking about that. Like, it makes me, I don't have the desire to even talk about this team. They drive me nuts. They drive, it, it this year's Eagles team gives me the same, like, disgust and, like, pain to talk about that last year's Sixers team did. Just, they're not fun to talk about. They truly drive me crazy. And when you have two other teams in the city right now, between the Sixers and Flyers, who are playing great at their respective sports, and then you have a big signing like Archie Bradley, shout out, for the Phillies, the Eagles are last on my totem pole of worries right now. Like, I truly could not care less about this team currently. And until they, they screw their heads back on straight, I, I have no desire to worry about what they're doing.
because they are running this organization into the ground the way that they're thinking, thinking that they're the smartest people in the room, and they're not. They're absolute buffoons, and they're ruining this team three years after winning a Super Bowl. It's that simple. I, I can't believe how just dumb this team is. Josh McDaniels, are we kidding? Are we kidding? Josh McDaniels. Like, there's some there's some sort of irony joke in there that he's the reason Frank Reich left, and, you know, I can't wait for Tim Tebow to be our quarterback coach. Can't wait. Can't wait to see Tim Tebow as our quarterback coach because he'll find a way to connect with Carson Wentz on a, a Jesus level, and we'll all be singing Kumbaya after each game. Uh, because Tim Tebow will be able to connect with Carson Wentz as the quarterback coach. Josh McDaniels will be here with his archaic Patriots offense. Uh, and somewhere Lane Johnson is cackling because Josh McDaniels is going to come have fun down here with the Eagles. That's my Eagles rant. I, I truly, truly don't have words for how dumb this organization is. It's just so silly. The homies, John Barchard and um, our new friend Coach Gary from the Wooder Boys had a great rant about Josh McDaniels as well. Make sure you check them out. Follow our boys over at the Wooder Boys. They're doing great content and uh, could see some collab content between us in the very near future. But yeah, Josh McDaniels is a total joke. And once it's announced, like I won't believe it until it's actually announced. Because, you know, Mike Kafka was the first rumored coach right out of the gate, and now that's off the table. Um, don't know why Eric Bieniemy's not being more talked about, um, but, you know, I just, I have no words for this team. That's that They leave me speechless with just how dumb and stupid they are. They drive me up a wall. Josh McDaniels being their potential answer at head coach. <laughs> blows me away it absolutely blows me away I can't believe it but I also can believe it um so we'll see we'll see if it's Josh McDaniels and if it is you know where to come for the yelling screaming and and doomsday rant because if he's the hire this team is going absolutely nowhere in the next four years absolutely nowhere it is (laughs) truly mind-blowing that Josh McDaniels is being talked about as the next head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles to replace Doug Peterson. I just get Howie Roseman so far away from this team. It is absurd. Hopefully it's not, and hopefully I'm laughing at myself in a couple days, uh, and hopefully Josh McDaniels is not the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. But the Sixers, they played on Saturday. They got forced to play this game against the Grizzlies. They lost. No Joel Embiid. Lost by two points. This game shouldn't have been played, to be honest, um, because the game for the Minnesota Timberwolves, we found out, I believe, on Wednesday or Thursday that Carl Anthony Towns tested positive thoughts, prayers, love, positive vibes, everything in between sent out to Cat, who has been easily the most affected by COVID-19 in the NBA. Um, we're sending you all our best, Cat. Well wishes, uh, and hopefully you're you know, up for a speedy recovery and everything is a-okay with you, my friend. Find out that information. The Grizzlies and Timberwolves get canceled or postponed on Friday. And then Saturday, it's just like, oh, the Grizzlies and, and the uh, 
the Sixers are going to play. And then Sunday we come to find out the Sixers get postponed as they were on the court warming up in Oklahoma City due to contact tracing with the Memphis Grizzlies. Jonas Valanciunas was put into the safety protocol uh, from the Grizzlies. Don't know at this time if he tested positive or if it's just, you know, waiting for results. Um, but luckily nothing with the Sixers in terms of new positive cases or anything like that. But finally the Sixers get a postponed game because of all of this. And it's just crazy that they were forced to play that game on Saturday. They look terrible um, from top to bottom pretty much. They, they turn the ball over at an enormous rate. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy game across the board. Uh, they had 19 turnovers through three quarters. That's just not acceptable whatsoever. Doc Rivers stated that numerous times in his post-game press conference. Um, hopefully, this Sixers team figures some things out. As uh, you know, now the their first postponed game happens. They didn't have to go back to back on this one, and uh, they don't have another game until Wednesday against the Celtics in a home-and-home kind of mini-series like we've seen throughout the season already. Two games against the Celtics at Wells Fargo Center Wednesday and Friday uh, before they head out for another two-gamer in Detroit on the 23rd and the 25th. So, I mean, the Celtics, sure, they're first in the East, but by, like, barely. They're tied in terms of, you know, win-loss, Everything kind of evens out. They have one less win, one less loss. So they are technically in first place, but right behind them are the Sixers and the Bucks at both both them being nine and five. Um, again, Sixers road struggles continue. They're two and four on the road, um, but they're seven and one at home. So hopefully they take advantage against the Celtics, a team that they've been able to handle over the past couple of seasons. And they go out and they they prove that they're able to to dominate. I mean, they played each other in the preseason, and the Sixers won handily, one hundred eight to ninety nine at Wells Fargo Center. So first regular season matchups against the Celtics, and you know the Celtics they're playing well, but this this these two games against them, the Sixers should be able to show that they're a much different team than they were in the bubble than they were last year, kind of get that monkey off their backs and, uh, you know, just continue to dominate the Celtics like we know they can. The Celtics team is a lot different than they were in years past. Joel Embiid's playing at an MVP level, and you should be able to to handle this Celtics team, in my opinion, and come away with two big wins before you head out back on the road against Detroit for two, and then you come back home against the Lakers on the 27th of January before you go to Minnesota. Six, you're going a, a lengthy bit of a road trip there. Um, so they come back home after that Detroit miniseries to play the Lakers. Then they go out on a three-game road trip uh, against the Timberwolves, the Pacers, and the Hornets. Don't really understand that whole travel there. <laughs> that travel sequence doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um... But then you come back home for two against the Trailblazers and the Nets. First time seeing James Harden and Kevin Durant, potentially Kyrie Irving together, um, before you go out west for a four-game stint out west. 
it's a lot to digest. You know, there's there's a lot going on on the schedule, and then obviously you get to the middle of February and then early March before the All-Star break and the first half of the schedule's over where we don't have the second half of the season scheduled yet. Um, but I, I think easily Sixers should be able to go into these next four games and go 3-1. and one. No doubt about it. That should be kind of the goal, I'd say. They should be able to go 3-1 and one in these next four against the Celtics and the Pistons and, and kind of just handle their business and do what we know they can do, especially if Joel Embiid's out on the floor. Need to see better performances from Ben Simmons. He's been pretty bad over the past you know stretch of games. Um, if this team wants to really unlock their full potential, and we've said it for years, Ben Simmons needs to be better, and... He's just showing kind of no signs of improvement. That's why a lot of people are on the train of trading him for James Harden. And I can't blame them. You know, we haven't seen improvement from Ben Simmons at all, really. You know, there's been a couple more willing. There's been some more willingness to shoot threes as of late. Who knows where that comes from? Um, But it's not consistent. It's not like he's shooting like five to seven a night, shooting one, maybe two. Uh, it needs and it needs to be more consistent, not like every four games. You know what I mean. So, Sixers get the Celtics next on their schedule. Hopefully, everybody's healthy and safe, um, and we'll see Joel Embiid back on the court because he stayed in Philadelphia during this road trip. I guarantee, if he played in that Grizzlies game, they end up winning uh, that game against Memphis. But nonetheless, Sixers uh, they get back at it on Wednesday. So. Celtics Pistons should be should be a three and one stretch for our Philadelphia 76ers. So let's cap things off with our Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, they take out the Penguins in great fashion in the two games that the Penguins were in town. Um, absolutely wrecked them. It was awesome to watch. Um, and, and they looked like they were you know clicking on all cylinders for the most part. When it came to just, you know, offense, defense, Carter Hart looking great. Um, there was not much that you could have asked for more of from the Flyers through the first two games. They looked great. I thought, you know, things were going to be rolling. And then Monday night rolls around and they came out absolutely flat on their faces against the Buffalo Sabres. They lost 6-1. to one. They look like they never played hockey before in that game. Uh, the only bonus of that game is if you're a gambler, shout out our gambling page at Bet Underground. Um, if you bet the over, <laughs> you had a fantastic night, which I did. Um, Flyers lose six to one to a Buffalo team that I don't think is getting a lot of respect in a sense where they're almost very similar to the Buffalo Bills where the Buffalo Sabres have been kind of picked on and and bullied for so long because they haven't been a playoff team, they haven't been great, although they have a great player in Jack Eichel and they've got great pieces around him. They haven't really played and competed like a team. They've got a great goalie now in Carter Hutton, um, not Carter Hart. Carter Hart is the greatest goalie in the league. Um but this was a game where the Flyers, I think, just kind of overlooked and underestimated their opponent. They played sloppily. It was obvious they missed Sean Couturier, who's going to be out for a little bit with a rib injury. Um, 
the defense has been pretty bad to start the season now that you're looking. I mean, this is a game where if they were able to clobber the Penguins that badly, that shows you how bad the Penguins are (laughs) at least. But this was a game where they needed to kind of look themselves in the mirror, get that first loss out of the way, and you get to rebound because you play this same Sabres team again uh, Tuesday night. So that's a bonus where it's going to be fresh, a fresh taste in your mouth. You go out and, and you get another crack at them to to really just kind of set the, the table and and fix this bad, ugly loss for what it is. You know, they the defense has been pretty bad this year. Because looking at goals against, they are second in the East Division for most goals against, only behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, who they scored all of almost all their goals for on. Um, you know, the the next team in the goals against column for most given up is the Capitals and the Sabers, each with nine. Uh, just the defense needs to tighten up immensely. They haven't been great. And the turnovers on defense have been obvious and blatant and disgusting. So right now the Flyers sit uh, tied for second place in the East Division with four points with the Islanders, one point behind the Capitals. Um, just got to fix the sloppiness on defense. You, you, can't ha- you can't be as sloppy as you are on defense and rely completely on your offense to just go out and, and be the saviors. Um, it's very similar to the Phillies in a sense, but you, you need to tighten the hatches down on defense and, and really check yourselves and, and realize you, you can't just have these games where you go out and score four five, six goals a night. It doesn't happen all the time in the NHL. Sure. You can have runs and spurts and stretches of games where you score a plethora of goals, but it's not going to happen every night. And that's exactly what happened on Monday when you only scored one goal against a Buffalo team that they totally underestimated. It was, it was gross how bad this Flyers team looked on Monday. Um, like I said, it almost looked like they had never played hockey before. They looked like newborn baby deer out there, just skating around kind of clueless no protection for Carter Hart. Carter standing on his head and, and just shots going by him left and right. And it brought Brian Elliott in where you figured you'd get Carter Hart to start tonight and let Brian Elliott go on Tuesday. Brian Elliott at least will get some of the rust kicked off. He came in and, and stopped the bleeding quite a bit. But hopefully, you know, this doesn't kill any confidence for Carter Hart. You come in, you recap. It's one that you just kind of shake off. You push to the side and say, hey, how you doing? Keep it moving. And uh, you move along your merry way against, uh, you know, this same Sabres team. And then you go on the road for two against the Bruins, uh, two against the Devils, before you come back home for two against the Islanders to finish the month of January. So, a lot of good hockey still to be played for this Flyers team. They look exciting. You know, when things are clicking, they look like one of the best teams in the NHL, and they have a chance to to really make some noise doing so. But if they really want to make sure they sustain that success, the defense really needs to lock in and lock down, and they gotta they got to have an, an anchor back there, and it's Ivan Provorov. They need Provy to step up in this absence of Sean Couturier, who is, you know, that versatile, versatile Swiss Army knife, uh, can kind of do it all in offense and defense. That's why he's a Selkie winner. Shout out Dylan. Um, 
but they they really need the defense to step up and kind of just be a brick wall back there to uh, to help Carter Hart because he can't do it all. You can't rely on him to do everything to stop uh, you know these elite goal scorers that are in this East Division from from putting up points on you. So defense needs to to buckle down and lock in. Offense, pick it back up, figure some things out, and go out on Tuesday night and uh, go capture a dub. That's that's what's got to be done. Flyers, they'll be okay. They'll I think they'll be okay. They'll figure this thing out and get it back to rocking and rolling before we know it. But uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. A lot of news on the docket regarding all four teams. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully Archie Bradley listens and comes on the podcast with us. Would absolutely love to have you, Arch. And uh, let him know. He's got to follow us on social media at UndergroundPHI. You guys can follow us there as well. It's where we post all of our content. You stay up to date with us the quickest and fastest on our social channels at UndergroundPHI. Follow the Twitch channel, Underground Sports PHI, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PHI, so you can watch the show live. You can watch Steve do his thing, being a professional digital golfer, and all that good stuff. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. I've got a, a breakdown of Archie Bradley coming later this week, and uh, some other written content coming out as well. And, of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, welcoming Archie Bradley to Philadelphia. Let me know how you feel about this whole Josh McDaniels situation, how you're feeling about the Sixers and Flyers right now, and everything else in between regarding our Philadelphia sports teams. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know those standards are indeed five stars. And as it sits right now, make sure you guys are also entering our Joel Embiid jersey giveaway Only two more days to enter that bad boy. We will announce the winner on January 21st. It's the year of Embiid. Get yourself a free Embiid jersey. Go to our Twitter at UndergroundPHI to enter that bad boy. And uh, right now we're sitting at 274 five-star ratings and reviews, 184 uh, reviews. Let's get those bad boys up. Let's get to 300 before our anniversary, which is Super Bowl Sunday. Got some big announcements coming on Super Bowl Sunday as well that you will not want to miss. But check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And we'll be back on Wednesday night live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Myself and Matt breaking down all the latest with everything going on in the Philly sports world. Who knows? We might have a new Eagles head coach by then. We shall see. But this show would not be possible. Oh, also, like I said earlier in the show, check out our friends at The Water Boys. They're doing great content. Um, Got a lot of things in the works, potentially kind of crossover events with them as well. So uh, go follow them. Run their stuff up. Tell them we sent you. Show would not be possible, though, without our friends from Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland are incredible local sponsors. And of course, our friends at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Vodka. Promo code USP for all three websites, TomahawkShades.com. 
Promo code USP for 25% off your order at checkout. And right now, all orders free, domestic shipping on all of those bad boys. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. Manscaped.com, let your balls thank you by using our promo code USP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. And of course, our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, StatesideVodka.com, the one liter bottles on Stateside's website. Use our promo code USP for 10% off those one liter bottles. StatesideVodka.com, must be 21 or older to order. Please drink responsibly. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 297. For everybody here at our fine and dandy underground operation, I'm KB. Stay safe. Make right. Make the right decisions, and uh, we'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Inauguration Day should be a doozy. We love you guys. You're the best podcast listeners on the planet. We are signing off. Peace. The